Jean-Marie, welcome to the show. Let's first talk about BTC as we're all watching this thing. Months kind of battling with the 60,000 level. Is there any reason we shouldn't expect it to break out yet again? Hi, Olivier. Nice, nice to meet you, and thank you for having me on the show. Thank you. Bitcoin 60,000 uh, <laughs> it's never stopped breaking new records. I was sitting uh, a couple of weeks ago talking about 40,000, now we're talking about 60,000, and effectively it's a, it's an overall uh, record. And what we can say here is like, you know, it's a, it's a reaction, it's a rational reaction to something which is pretty irrational, which is the way we have a monetary expansion for the last 12 to 18 months, which is out of control. And people are looking for a way to um, allocate the resource and the only way uh, to allocate in a rational way is to uh, take into consideration what's going to be the a monetary expansion for the next 18 months to eight years. And at that point, people look at solution and Bitcoin appears to be one of them. So right now, one of the debates that people continue to have is that causality, that connection between what's happening on the policy side versus Bitcoin. For the most part, what I hear from Bitcoin owners and crypto bulls is an attribution of causality towards all the money coming into the economy through first central banks, now from the White House. And then on the other side, there's an argument to be made that seems pretty compelling too, as Bitcoin keeps just going with the valuation of the stock market, that it's all speculative as well. Walk me through what your clients and the investors that you see, where do they generally fall on what camp, Jean-Marie? Do they connected to that policy side? Is that really why people are buying Bitcoin that you see? So I think you mentioned a very important point, which is speculation. And, you know, if you are uh, a speculator uh, and you want to allocate right now, you look at, uh, you know, what's happened with GameStop and you make yourself part of a short squeeze. When you look at Bitcoin, you look at the technology and you look at something much more deeper than just a speculation uh, artifact. And if you look at you know uh, the price of the market cap of digital assets right now is around two trillion, the I think the the global wealth the global wealth is around four hundred trillion. So it's like fifty basis point of all that. You know, it's just the start of where it could be. Uh, since October, J.P. Morgan published some research showing there was like a twenty billion outflow out of gold. In the meantime, we can see probably seven billion dollars worth of money allocated into Bitcoin. So you have a rotation out of some stocks and asset class into all the one. Uh, and it's a much deeper uh, scenario than just thinking about, oh, well, people are just speculating. You know, Paul Kuhn, uh, which is a, a scientist, philosopher, and a researcher, always think about paradigm shift and how paradigm shift always impact very deeply society. But uh, they impact them very slowly. Uh, as you say, one one tombstone at a, at a time. And, and the very interesting part here is like, if you go back to electricity as a discovery, you know, the people who were the guardian of the temple at the time didn't think electricity was a good, a good thing, or ever think about what was the merit of electricity for the world. Uh, and today we're still using electricity. Uh, so when you look at Bitcoin and uh, digital asset as a whole, it is fascinating what is bringing to the uh, financial system as we know it and the way we consume and the way we are creating new financial products. Uh, you know, coin, you know, we listed CoinShare a couple uh, months ago now. Coinbase is going to list uh, this week. Uh, this is a big milestone. Uh, this is not, a, you know, this is uh, bigger than everything which happened in digital asset to this date. 
And we are very excited about it because it's like the start of acceptation of what we are building by a much bigger establishment and the validation of thematics, which we're starting pushing since 2013, sorry. Mm. So, I was just going to say your capital markets team traded $10 billion at your point here about the activity. Uh, that's uh, this year, or sorry, last year. Um, we're looking at the numbers for this year, the amount of uh, money that's come in relative to gold too. Those newest owners, Jean-Marie, I'm guessing you've probably noticed something that I have too, which is that they have uh, different characteristics than some of the early coiners. These are more traditional type of investors. They weren't gung-ho on the tech uh, two, three years ago. A lot of them had big doubts about it. In this latest wave, are those folks going to be able to weather what uh, coiners might refer to a crypto winter if it comes back? Uh, if we don't make some big breakout, how will that affect the kind of holding dynamics that this market is so renowned for the ability for people to not sell their Bitcoin during the down drafts? Because there's a lot of new people that haven't been a part of that before that have some pretty big money this time around, these big institutional it, managers. It, it, it's a fair point, but it's also, um, you know, if you start making allocation of treasury or corporate treasury to Bitcoin, you're starting to look at your balance sheet uh, as a big, almost like a Bitcoin denominated balance sheet. And that's kind of your way, you know, a lot of companies are looking at the balance sheet, uh, thinking about JDR and, you know, uh, special depository receipt and like they balance the book with different currencies. Um, and Bitcoin is becoming almost one of them in the allocation of the different uh, methodology. So you look at the, you, you kind of look at it and you weather the volatility and you think about it as part of the allocation process. You know, like a, a micro seller allocation in micro strategy is on a recurrent buying program. So a lower price is just an occasion to buy more and not an occasion to uh, sell everything. So it's a very different attribute uh, when you think about it. And and these people are definitely buying as a uh, portfolio allocation decision metrics, not just mm. like here for a quick speculation. So, you know, they, they go in with a long-term view, not just, okay, we're going to get a little bit of uh, volatility, which is obviously much more higher than what you can experience in all the market on all the currencies, but we believe in the overall thematic of this uh, digital asset. Jean-Marie, what is the uh, strength, how strong is the kind of backdrop for that narrative right now? Bitcoin's relationship with bonds, Bitcoin's relationship with the stimulus, because one of the problems I see for that narrative is that as we have delivered these last three trillion dollars plus in stimulus we've got a stronger dollar yields climbing without any real blowback in the market through banks through a strong balance sheet companies we've had a little froth come off of the expensive stuff in the stock market but overall stock market's okay dollars firmed up and yields are higher and our economy looks like it's about to take off better than everybody else i mean this, is this not yeah, a problem for bitcoin you're absolutely right. Uh, I would say the 3J are managing a, a very, very ambitious program, uh, which has no, not been seen since FDR New Deal policies. You know, it's a, it's a very ambitious, uh, you know, uh, plan to relaunch the economy. It's a, almost like a planification economy. We, you know, we're laughing quite often as, a, as Russia and the way they used to run the business, but like we've been becoming a planification economy in the U.S. as well now. Um, and you know, uh, if something goes wrong on the inflation side, and the the rates start going in the in a, in, a, in a direction which is not favorable to what is a credit bubble, uh, you're going to have some collateral damage pretty seriously. 
So Bitcoin has its place here, and you can see how people are looking at Bitcoin uh, going forward. Mm. Well, one last thing I want to uh, ask about is the uh, Bitcoin uh, percentage of market cap. Just looking at this, we're at the lowest in a couple of years now as Bitcoin drifted down from being about 60-65% of the uh, total crypto market cap over the last month. Some of these altcoins have uh, taken back quite a decent chunk of the market. Does that mean anything to you, Jean-Marie? Should we make anything of that right now? No, look, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a phenomenon which is well known. Uh, you know, always there is always people saying Bitcoin is dead, Ethereum is dead, uh, Polkadot is a new Ethereum. You know, there's always this kind of competition between coins. I think there is like a, a very different way to read the tape here. It's like Bitcoin is this kind of, you know, uh, Holy, holy kind of uh, figure face of digital asset and will keep its place. Ethereum is this kind of layer on which you can write and build uh, applications thanks to Solidity Network, uh, Solidity writing language. And then everything will compare in a relative manner versus the capacity you can do on Ethereum and something you cannot do on Ethereum. So all this kind of stuff is made to move and will move with uh, blockchain developers adoption, having a preference for something versus something else. Should the Bitcoin uh, part of the market that share that it owns in crypto, should it not be going up, though, if it is being uh, correlated to all the stimulus? I mean, I think that as the monetary kind of case, supposedly for owning Bitcoins going up, the Bitcoin share of the overall crypto market cap would not go up, too. Yeah, it's, it, you're absolutely right. But at the same time, you also have an offer and demand uh, kind of uh, fundamental here. And... Uh, if you look at the market cap of something like Polkadot, and if you look at the market cap of like Bitcoin, creating a, a demand shock on Polkadot or demand shock on uh, a smaller market cap is much more easier than creating a, a, a demand shock on Bitcoin, even if uh, it's still very easy compared to traditional market. Uh, and as a result, uh, you can see relative uh, push on uh, other uh, altcoin, uh, which uh, appears much more uh, stronger in, the, in your chart than Bitcoin right now.